In this Guider Expert seminar, our special guest Peter Everett discusses entrepreneurial mindset, why what got us here might not get us there, and what you can do about it. Featuring David Gilroy of Conscious and led by Robert Craven, this hour-long video holds great insight for any digital agency leader. Right, it just being after one o'clock. Uh, thank you for turning up. We have uh, a webinar, a guide initiative webinar. We've got Pete Everett with us today, just a small, cozy audience, which is fantastic. Uh, and we're talking about how entrepreneurial mindset changes. You know, what got us here uh, might not get us there. So, uh, firstly, Pete, uh, absolutely lovely to have you with us, Pete. Would you like to just tell us a bit more about Pete Everett and what you do and what you've done and what right oh. have you got to talk to us about growing agencies? Yeah, absolutely. And thanks for inviting me here, Robert. Um, good to meet you all. I am a guided coach and I'm an ex-agency owner. So, uh, four years ago, I sold my interest in my agency. We were at a couple of million in revenue. So still a small company, but we had gone through uh, uh, certainly some sort of key initial growth stages. We also had a subsid uh, office in the US, so a certain degree of complexity around managing the business. And the last three or four years, I've been working as, an, uh, as a coach and advisor to, uh, to small businesses, many of whom are agencies. Cool. Excellent. Uh, so we'll just we'll just work through through a sort of a, a quick conversation. If you've got questions, put them into the chat, and then after about fifteen twenty minutes, we can throw it open to a bit more of a conversation. So, um, what got us here might not get us there. Pete, go on, open up, talk to us about that. Yeah. Well, I mean, the first the the first thought I have about all of this is just how hard it is to get. A business going and to get it out of the gates and through those those initial stages uh, you know so congratulations to you know to everybody for doing that it's really really hard it's hard to get something going it's hard to get it to grow and it's hard to lead it um so i think i think this is this is extraordinary already what happens i think as we go up through those early growth stages is that the job changes um as as owner managers we are both typically shareholders and we're executives and we're operators or, or operator managers. And we, we tend to start out early on uh, as, as operators. We're doing the thing that we're brilliant at and we're selling it. We're selling it to someone in the first instance and then we're selling it to more and more people. And as the business grows, that role has to change. Otherwise you get stuck working really, really hard as a billable resource in the business and you simply can't, work on growing the business so it's it's about going through those those role changes and uh, thinking about what needs to happen at the various stages how do you go about those changes what changes do you make in what order what i think is really useful to do when you ask yourself that question is ask it as a shareholder first right what do you want to do to grow the value of the business what needs to happen what's your instruction to yourself as the boss Okay, and what's your what's the boss's instruction to the operating staff, the managers, uh, as an executive, to, uh, to 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 start to change how the organisation works so that you can grow. So it's a lot about uh, delegation. Uh, you've got to um, 
you've got to be less less billable than you were in the first instance. You've got to start working on the business. If you've got your unit economics right, if you're making profit, then in those early stages, you you, you tend to have a good solution to the utilization problem, right? You're you're busy all the time. You're selling stuff. Now, if you've got the price right, you'll be making profit from that. And so what you've got to do is you've got to take that profit and you've got to not spend it. You've got to invest it and invest. It means you're going to deploy that money for an expected return. So you're going to start to uh, bring on staff. You're going to start to let go of various administrative things that you're doing. You're going to start to delegate that and outsource that so that you can you've got this time to think about sales and marketing, that's the sources of new revenue, to think about strategy, how you're going to differentiate yourself from the competition. You need time to do that, and you've got to let go of the, of the, of the time-consuming things that are preventing you from doing that as you go up through those, those early growth stages. So what do you mean by, by let go? You're talking about delegating. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, and it ain't easy to do. Um, or some people are naturally quite good at it, but uh, you know, it, 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 it's something to learn. You've got to let go. Um, and, you know, in the initial instances, sometimes that means you've got to invest some money, right? You've got to give somebody else that job and you've got to pay them. OK, that's why having the unit economics to do this, this growth bit is, is right. You've got to be you've got to be making profit from the from the time that you're selling. So you need to start you need to start delegating. And depending on the size that your business is at, as you go through for sort of five, six, seven staff up to, to 10, 11 staff, you know, there isn't a huge amount uh, of complexity to that delegation. There's not a huge amount of risk there either. As you go up to sort of 20, 25 staff, you're delegating to a management team. OK, so you've now got some senior people, uh, some capable people, some highly paid people who themselves might not be as billable as the people they're managing. OK, and that's so that would be then another another level of the delegation. So you're delegating even more uh, control uh, to, to experts in their fields. They might be operating experts, they might be finance experts, they might be marketing and sales experts. But you're letting them get on with the job so that you can get on with the job of being the CEO. So your argument is that people should, should, should almost take on the role of CEO straight away and start delegating, because that's not, that's not how the real world runs the real world runs as in you've got five people they're all flat out or you're flat out um more work comes in you randomly recruit someone new there may or may not be a fee earner and the whole thing is kind of put together by uh, as as you go along so uh, i mean you you're suggesting there's a there's a, there's a simpler version of of grow your business well, there is. So that, that's the rubber meets the road. That's the reality of it. But it's not a binary thing. It's not a, one day you wake up and now you're not doing any of those things anymore. And you're entirely doing this leadership thing uh, overnight. So it's not binary. You're either or. So it is a question of degree in an early stage business, five, six, seven people, all the way up 10, 12 people. People are wearing lots of hats and, and, and the owner manager is, is, has got an awful lot of them on. So you're not going to give it all up overnight. But what you're looking to do is create time for yourself to lead the business. 10% of your time, 20% of your time, 30% of your time. And you're looking to let go of 
more and more operating stuff, more and more service delivery stuff. So pay somebody else to run the campaign, build the site, all the rest of it, grow that operating team. Let go of administrative things, right? If, you're, if you think your time's worth 30 quid an hour, then carry on doing the bookkeeping. If you think it's worth more than 30 quid an hour, pay a bookkeeper to do the bookkeeping at 30 quid an hour. Okay. David, you're on mute. It's very timely that you mentioned that example. So when we, we're context, uh, Pete, we're 36 people, 2.5 million turnover, is um, I'll take you back probably 15 years. Uh, we've been around 18 years. <clears throat> For a year, my wife was quite happy on a Sunday. I would go into QuickBooks, I would do file print invoices, and we would sit and watch TV and we would fold 50 invoices. And I would fold them and she would envelope them. 100 invoices, that was fine. Roll forward a year, file print, 300 invoices. She went, this is the last time I do this, hire a bookkeeper. So we, we reached that tipping point where that was a full-time job. Not, not the printing of the invoice, but everything else. But it was the printing of the invoices that was the tipping point. That's my point to exactly yeah. what I just said. And I think, I mean, and it's absolutely right. And it's, that's one of the one of the easier things to, to to delegate, right? There's that you know you can easily make the argument that that's not a good use of your time working on the weekends, doing this administrative stuff. It can be done by somebody else, and and it should be done by somebody else. And you're not spending money to get that done, right? You're investing money to to, to buy back your time to spend on something that's worth more than 30 quid an hour or 30 euros an hour, whatever it might be. 